Hey. This call is hey. being recorded. Hey. Is this Steve? Hi, Chris. What's up, guys? What's up, Uncle Steve and Matt? Cousin Matt? How you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Good. Good. When excited to talk about Tropic Thunder? Uh we're excited to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. How are you feeling? I'm. I feel. I'm feeling good. Like I feel. I don't. Yeah. I think most people going through chemo don't feel as. They're not like uh, feeling as out and about, and I'm feeling like pretty pretty normal. Honestly, it's, I'm pretty lucky. I think. But That's good. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just going for long walks and. Trying to eat a bunch and all that good stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you guys doing it from Asheville right now? Yes, we're in my, my house. Nice. Matt just Matt came out for the weekend or something. Yep, up for the uh, the whole week actually. For the working, whole week. Uh, yeah, working from uh, from Steve's home. Working remotely. Very yeah, nice. yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. You guys, yeah. Uh, what is there? Isn't there like lots of good hiking around Asheville? Oh yes, definitely. I mean, it's <clears throat> the Blue Ridge Mountains. You got as many hikes as you can want. Okay, so you guys been doing outdoor stuff and going to breweries and stuff. Went to uh, two today, one a couple yesterday. Yeah, and uh, nice. three today. Nice. Are they are they all like close together, or is there way spread out? There, there's pockets, so that there's uh, you know you'll go to, to one part of town and there'll be five or six, but then you can drive twenty minutes and there'll be a, a few others. So a little bit of a there's a yeah. lot of breweries here. Yes, I heard. Do you guys do you have a favorite? Burial. Burial. Burial is widely believed to be the best brewery in in, in uh, Asheville. Huh. huh. You know, Wicked Weed is here. You know them. What's it called? Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. No, I haven't heard of it. No. Okay. Yeah, it's another one. There's several okay. good ones. Huh. Is and yeah, is Asheville? It's like a thriving like arts community there, isn't there? That's correct. It's music, arts, beer, kind of a a liberal uh, bastion here in North Carolina of hippies and LBGQT types, and you know they, it, you know, I suppose the pandemic kind of muted a lot of that because people couldn't be out and about. But like West Asheville is a city of itself and it is it's kind of uh bohemian style. Huh. A little so bit kind like of a, uh, that area hmm. of Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say like Portlandy or uh yeah, it's kind of Austin, Boulder. Austin. Boulder. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Cool, cool. Um yeah, I'm doing this from uh our new apartment our pad in uh Santa Clarita. So, oh, you're in Santa Clarita. Yeah, yeah. It's about 
yeah, it's like 20 miles or not. It's like 20 minutes north of the valley. Uh, it's really nice up here, though. It's, yeah, it's a nice part of definitely a very nice part of L.A. But cool. Yeah, and then Are you on a diet? and then. Hmm. Are you on the Santa Clarita diet? Yeah, <laughs> I I don't even I don't even know what that even consists. Like what is it? Is, eight, what yep. is it? <laughs> Sorry, wait, you cut out. What was that? Clara diet, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's Clarita, but it's like yeah. a Netflix. It's a Netflix There's show a or something. Yeah, I think it's Netflix. Oh, well, yeah. Season four. Yeah. So who's but, there right um, now? Your, your mom? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dad just flew out early this morning. He went back to Spokane. Yeah, mom's here. Mom's here right now. So we were just watching Survivor. That's what I've been I've been binging old seasons of Survivor. So Wow. You guys love that show? I quit watching Mom and Scott, your dad watched religiously for eight years or something. I, I watched about five seasons and I we stopped. Oh yeah. <laughs> we moved yeah. on to something else. Yeah. Like like a, a amazing race or something. Well, you know, I wish I always had watched Amazing Race. I never – that's what we should have watched because we love to travel internationally. And they always oh, went yeah. to all those cool places. I don't know why we didn't see that show. Yeah. Yeah, I like Survivor better, but – Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get anything, – anything else before we dive into no, Tropic Thunder? Well, pull through this and get it behind you. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into Tropic Thunder. All right, uh, I'll set it up. I have some stuff to set it up, and then we'll get started. So, Tropic Thunder came out August thirteenth, two thousand eight. It was mainly filmed in Kauai, Hawaii. It was directed by Ben Stiller, and budget ninety-two million, box office. 195 million point seven. Uh, the cast. So the the cast is full of big names, but it's very very male centric. Like there's like no woman in this movie. This was a very dude centric movie. Uh, women. Yeah, right. It was weird. Uh, so the cast. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Brandon T. Jackson, Tom Cruise, Jay Baruchel, Steve Coogan, Danny McBride, Nick Nolte, and Matthew McConaughey. And yeah, let's um, let's start the first category. So let's start, uh, Matt. Uh, what were your expectations for the movie? Um, expectations were a um, an action movie for sure. Um, didn't expect the comedy as much, you know, when I first glanced at the um, the theatrical uh, picture releases, the uh, the movie posters and such. Um, so expected some action, and then knowing the actors, a little bit of comedy, but it was definitely more comedy and, and less action, I would say. Matt, Matt, uh, had you seen had you seen the movie, Matt? 
Okay, for sure. And Steve? I don't know why wait. I uh, wait, you keep what? you keep cut you keep cutting out. Are are you um what are you on speakerphone or something or Yeah, we are. Let me go let me go again. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're just yes. very choppy. You're just very choppy there. Uh, well, it's probably because we're in the basement. Uh, are you on my side with this? You mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, now you sound better there. All right, go for it. All right. So I had never seen it before. We watched it last night. I knew it was a parody of Rambo, Platoon, and the like, but I didn't expect the comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. The class is like a satire of war movies, and um, yeah, yeah. My expectations, yeah. I mean, I'd seen it when it came out and loved it back then, and it's just sort of a comedy classic. And um, so, so you guys watched it last night together? Yes, yes, yeah. Very nice, nice. And uh, yeah, I watched it. Friday afternoon with both my mom and dad and um yeah my dad loves dad thinks this movie's hilarious too uh yeah but um so Matt uh, what about like do your do your friends like it or were you embarrassed to like it or what what do you think no, I don't. I don't think embarrassed. I think my friends would enjoy this movie. Um, probably to your earlier point, my my more male friends would enjoy this movie. Um, female friends probably would not like it as much. Um, <laughs> definitely uh, yeah. some misogyny on display within the movie. Um, but but you know, a comedy of two thousand eight. That's to be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Steve, I did not like the beginning when they were before they told us what was going on with the director and everything with the guy getting his belly cut open and the blood spurting out on Jack Black. I thought that was in poor taste for any war veteran who had been on the battlefield <laughs> and suffered injury. I just, I couldn't believe they were doing that. <laughs> to that degree. I didn't find that. I was like, this sucks. What are they doing? You know, I mean, and then yeah. thankfully they got off of that and moved on with the movie, but it started out, first with those trailers, which were hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, not trailers, but just kind of what those people had been up to, setting it all yeah. up. But then, uh, yeah, that opening eight minutes was like, oh, come on, man. That's not funny. That happened to yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here, side question. Um, out of the trailers, which one would you most want to watch the full movie of? Um, is none of them an acceptable answer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. That's your answer. I, I thought they were funny, but I, uh, that's my answer yeah. I, that's your same one, answer, Steve. The funniest one for me was Ben Stiller's making yeah. fun of, uh, uh, um, what do you call them? Sequels. That was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I would want to watch Scorcher. That That would be the one. But um all right, yeah. So I'm the same as Matt. Uh yeah, everybody liked this movie growing up and especially 'cause Matt, we were 
we were like kids basically when it came out. So it, I, it, it's pretty funny for like uh, it's it's a pretty immature movie. So definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys were 13 years old. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's go on. Let's go. Uh, funniest scene. Uh, Matt, what do you got? Funniest scene. Yeah, so a few of them. Um, any of the scenes that Tom Cruise was in really, really killed me. Um, I, th- I think the, mm-hmm. the funniest one was probably when um, him and Matthew McConaughey were on the the phone with the kidnappers, and uh, and Tom Cruise was just freaking out and uh, just uh, shutting down the the kidnappers' demands. Yeah, because he thought because he thought that they were a, a different agency. That was exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any other ones, Matt? Um, well, you know, the Jack Black scenes were, um, I wouldn't necessarily say they were funny, but, uh, his heroin addiction was certainly wild. Um, so those might've been the the wildest scenes, not necessarily funny. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a different role for Jack Black and he's not usually, yeah, it it was, I like Jack Black was great in this. He was funny. Uh, Steve, what do you got? I've got the scene where Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller talk about the retard, and you never go full retard. Yeah. And I, I have <laughs> yeah. to put a disclaimer out here right now that that all that entire uh, theme made me a little nervous. You wouldn't do oh, that yeah. in 2021, but no way. you just decided to go with it. It was back the back and forth. I mean, Downey's basically saying he sucked as an actor. That was a war terrible movie and still just doesn't get it it's funny yeah i mean i don't i don't even remember if that was acceptable in 2008 like we're probably not i mean <laughs> that's, that's why it, it was i i i thought the the politically incorrect stuff that makes me laugh a lot like i i like offensive humor so but i'm sure people would freak out if this movie came out now people would be freaking out about a few things, but I was thinking you got, about, hmm? if you've got something in your life that's sensitive, like, you know, a down syndrome child or a, you know, a mentally challenged, you know, kid or mm-hmm. just lost a spouse or something, how can you even go to the movies and take the chance that something is going to be in a movie yeah. that you might freak out by? Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess most movies don't, have concerned retarded people as much as this one there's cause, cause remember, uh, remember Matthew McConaughey's kid. Remember like that was a small, a small part of it was that Matthew McConaughey's character, his kid had down syndrome, but they just, they just cut to that real quick. But um, yeah, there's lots of humor about that in this, but yeah, <laughs> do you have another scene, Steve? What was your, well? What was your favorite scene, Chris? All right, uh, for funniest. Oh, I have. Uh, so you were just talking about this one, the one where the director gets blown up, where I, I had I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, like the part like where where Ben Stiller is holding up the the, the dead head, and he's he's mm-hmm. licking it and stuff. It, that was <laughs> I, I found that funny. But that was pretty uh, funny. Yeah, yeah. I also have, um, oh, the whole, just the whole relationship between Robert Downey Jr.'s character and Al, Al Pacino. 
uh, Brandon T. Jackson. So the relationship between the fake black guy, black guy, and then the real black guy. Uh, yeah. That was pretty funny. That was, that was funny. And um, I also, oh, I oh sorry, go ahead. I also liked one other scene where the pissing scene where he wanted to, the other guy to get the map and read the map and mm-hmm. and then still ends up and opens that can of. Red Bull or something yeah. that was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny how how Ben Stiller did the same thing right after Robert Downey Jr. and and the guys the guys still trying to pee the whole time he still hasn't peed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good. That was good. And um, I also have the whole Matthew McConaughey and his trying to find the TiVo for Ben Stiller. That whole <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. And then um, just one more is, uh, yeah, like Matt said, um, like when Tom Cruise dances. uh, And, yeah, all the Tom Cruise stuff is great. So, um, yeah, that's what I got there. Uh, Let's move on. Ready to move on to any other funny ones? Mm -mm. No, I mean, there's a lot of them, but those are the ones that stuck out for me. All right. All right, let's go most improbable. Matt, what do you got most improbable? Well, um, I think, um, you know, the one you mentioned earlier with the director getting his head blown off, um, I could see how that would happen, so I'm going to skip over that. I think that (laughs) the child was running the heroin facility was a bit improbable to me. Um, Yes. I think there would have been a more uh, formidable figure in a leadership role within the uh, the heroin facility. That was funny. Yep, yep. Steve? This is a small one, but I thought it was kind of improbable that uh, Danny McBride, uh, an explosions expert, could also fly a helicopter. Oh, wow. That's, that's a great observation. That's, <laughs> I, I did not even I did not even notice that. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, that's that's fine. Uh, were you guys have you ever seen the show Eastbound and Down? I have. Yes. Yeah, that cause wasn't Danny McBride was he was kind of getting famous from that show right right around this time. But that's yeah, that's, about right. Yeah, that's that's a his his character his Kenny Powers. He kind of he kind of plays a different version of Kenny Powers in most movies, I think. I'd say so. Yeah, he had his 15 minutes of fame, and he's basically the same guy in every movie. He's a one-trick pony. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's funny. I like him. He's a funny actor, though. But um, let's see. So for for my most improbable, I have the fact that the Vietnam Village has even seen the movie Simple Jack, or that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or or that like That's do they fun. even have, and and they have it on VHS like like how did those guys even get a VHS player? But um, I don't know maybe maybe they have lots maybe they enjoy Hollywood and random villages huh? you never know. But well, I don't think it's improbable. But the funny part was when Stiller goes, "You've seen Simple Jack." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He even yeah, he's he's surprised about it. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, all right. Speaking of Simple Jack, let's do most cringeworthy. Matt, mm. Matt, what you got? Well, um, 
mean, it, it's hard not to go with the entire um, entire plot line of Ben Stiller's character with, with Simple Jack. Um, I also think a uh, bit cringeworthy that um, Robert Downey Jr. went blackface. Um, <laughs> I, I know yeah, yeah. it's within the plot of the movie, but it's still, uh, it's a bit odd. Um, wait, wait, let me... That, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. I was just going to say, um, yeah, obviously people might think that's offensive. Uh, do you, don't you think it was, they were doing, uh, it was like all satire. Like, I think they were, do you think they were doing a satire? Like they're almost making fun of blackface. You know what I'm saying by that? So I get the, uh, I get the satire on Simple Jack since, um, I mean, in the, um, when him and Ben Stiller are talking about it, they mentioned, you know, Dustin Hoffman, um, Tom Hanks, et cetera. So I get the satire there. And I mm. guess they were making fun of the 1940s movies and the 1950s movies, but I feel like blackface doesn't occur much in the uh, modern world. Um, oh, for sure. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It doesn't occur much in the modern film industry anymore, hopefully. Yeah, it, um, it was definitely dated for sure. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. For some for some reason, I was okay with – I mean, I guess, I guess I'm not black, so it's tough for me to say. But uh, for some reason, I was – no, I'm not. No, I mean that'd be funny if I if I was black and then you guys were black. <laughs> but um, no, for some reason I was okay with just just because I thought his it was just so like over the top and I I just it was so I thought Robert Downey Jr. was just so funny in this that um, what Steve? What's your point on it? What's your point of view on it? Well, first of all, we could only understand about forty percent of what he said, and then second of all, I looked up. I looked up, um, he was nominated for a Supporting Academy Award for this role. I could really? not believe that. Yes. Wow. I mean, it, so, the series yeah. movies made no age, probably, and here's Tropic Thunder gets a guy in one of the five spots. That's crazy. So, so it's kind of like in the end of the movie when Tug Speedman wins the Academy Award, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, Tug Speedman. Yeah, tug speed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, Steve, what what was your point of view? Uh, like, was it okay? Is it are you are you okay with it? I didn't mind the blackface. That was I. I was less concerned about that because I knew it was a it was a put on. I, I mean, I I got it. The, yeah, uh, I thought they pushed the retard thing way too far. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they went they went really lots of so if, lots of the movies about that. Not, yeah. You know, if they had done some, the Ben Stiller was in it, and they showed a clip, and, and the guys made fun of him, and they had that scene with Downey. But they did, did they really need to bring him back in the Vietnam village for an eight-minute segment where he's dressed up and got the old man's teeth and stuff? They could have left that out, I thought. Yeah, yeah so that's so that's one of the – oh, that's a good transition to um, – that's one of the scenes you would have cut, maybe? I would have cut that play on the stage, and I also mm-hmm. would have shortened the entire last 25 minutes. But that's every movie, you know, any action movie, way too long at the end, you know. Too oh, much yeah. going on. I thought of course, with any, pre- with any war mm-hmm. movie of any kind, they would have been cut down to in, to ribbons. You know, which, they didn't have real bullets, I didn't think. Oh, yeah, done. yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There, um, but it was funny speaking at the end of the movie, I thought the part where Ben Stiller is, he's running away from the entire village and then the half squat, the, that tiny kid is on his shoulders just stabbing him. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it's pretty funny when he, when he tosses half squat, like he does like cartwheels into the river. <laughs> I found that pretty funny. But, um, but any other scenes you would cut, Steve? Did you say? Uh, boy, I don't, in, no, I don't think so. I mean, the rest of it kind of fit together. Um, mm-hmm. One of the best scenes that set up the entire movie was Nick Nolte and, and Steve Coogan in Nick Nolte's little lean-to on the beach where he told mm-hmm. him, you got to take them out, take them out into the shit. you got to put them in the real thing. I mean, that, if they don't have that scene, you don't know what, what's going on here. You know, so that wasn't a long scene, but it really did, you know, tell – because, you know, I'd never seen it. Matt had seen it. And I go, oh, they're going to probably have to go out and really fight some bad guys. And Matt, of course, said, just watch, you know, just watch. And that's what happened. Mm. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, Nick Nolte was, he was almost in a different movie at times. But he turned out, he really he, he's fun. So, sorry, go ahead. Oh, Zanny, he really was. He was bringing a uh, very different energy to the movie. Exactly. And it was funny uh, when Tom Cruise, he's like, who's this guy? He's like, who's this guy in the corner when Nick Nolte talks? That was funny. Did you catch all the callbacks to other movies? When he started, um, Nolte started talking, that's a little bit like Robert Shaw in Jaws when he scratched oh. the chalkboard. Yeah, because he's sitting off to the side. He's basically saying, you guys know no shit. You know, I'll get that shark for you. There were many, many, like, Obviously, Stiller with his arms up is Willem Dafoe in Platoon. You know, so there mm. were lots of kind of recognizable stuff like that for me in the movie. Yeah, my dad was saying that uh, when Ben Stiller, uh, when he's like in the shadows and he loses himself, like he loses his sense of self, that was yep. Apocalypse Apocalypse Now they're referencing? Yeah. Hurts, yep. Marlon Brando, yep. Okay, but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen too. I've seen yeah, I've seen Jaws though. Jaws is a great one, but um, you haven't seen. Hmm. You haven't seen Platoon. No, no, I have I haven't seen Platoon or Apocalypse Now. I got both. Wow, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but I've seen Saving Private Ryan. You know, that's the the newer classic one, but. Uh, Matt, what do you got for scenes you would get rid of? Uh, I, I would agree uh, with what Steve said. I think the um, I think they didn't need all the simple Jack. I think they could have been all right with uh, with five minutes of simple Jack versus uh, what felt like twenty five, and maybe it only was <laughs> ten minutes. But uh, every time it was happening, I was cringing and waiting for the scene to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really if you think about it, since this movie came out, you can't think of any other movies that make fun of retarded people as much as <laughs> this movie is, it, it, it did it enough for, for a decade. Cause I can't think of any other movies that go down that path really, but can you guys no. think of any? No, no, it was, but, um, it was quite... yeah. 
it was kind of it was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird. It was a little over the top. But uh, all right, let's let's move on. I agree with your guys' choices. Uh, Matt, what do you have for scenes you would add to the movie? Scenes I would add. I would have liked to have seen. Um, maybe they could have worked this in in the middle of the movie. But I enjoyed so much the beginning trailers. It would have been fun to have a few more of those. Um, I would have enjoyed to see some more of the uh, movie trailers from their past movies. Um, mm. Especially Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Kirk Lazarus, who won five Academy Awards. I would have enjoyed seeing a few of those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Steve? I would have liked to have seen Tom Cruise come on set and just rip everybody a new one. That would have been fun. He was doing it all from an office. Had he been there, in the teams or something, you know, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I agree. I would have liked to have yeah, more Tom Cruise in this movie. He was great. Uh, so I would have... The scene I would have added or had filmed, very specific reference from Danny McBride's character. He said he said he almost blinded Jamie Lee Curtis on Freaky Friday, yeah. and I would have I would have liked to see Jamie Lee Curtis almost blinded on Freaky Friday. I want to just I don't, I don't know what they were doing that almost blinded her, but like to imagine. So that, that's what I want. Um, uh, memorable lines. Let's, let's do some memorable lines. Go ahead, Matt. Memorable lines, man. It felt like there was a lot in this movie. Um, I think, uh, Ben Stiller, um, had a few when he was at the, um, when he was captured at the POW and he was talking about the, please don't hurt me. Um, it wasn't necessarily memorable in a good way, but, uh, it certainly stuck out when I reflect on the movie. I also think mm-hmm. the uh, Kurt Lazarus, um, what do you mean, you people? And then the actual um, black guy going, well, what do you mean, you people? Yeah. was pretty memorable. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. I can't Steve? remember any. I can't remember any, Chris, off the top of my head that I would that I would right. cite. But there were so many. That just, if, okay. if you laugh out loud at a line, it's memorable. Oh yeah. All right. That's okay. Cause I got, I got enough for both of you guys here. So I'll just, all right, I'll just, I'll just rattle these off here. I got a bunch. All right, here we go. Uh, I got, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. That's, that's yeah. That's Robert Downey Jr. Of course. And then I good. have, yep. Uh, I have the dudes are emerging. That's, that's what, when Ben Stiller says about Robert Downey Jr., when when he starts to go back to his Australian self, he's kind of, yeah. Um, I got you already, Steve. You already said this. Never go full retard. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, oh, I got um, Jack Black says this one. He says, "We got to move. We only have 16 hours till they wake up." And he says that after after he shoves the heroin in the villagers' faces. And and then I got my friend wants a TiVo. My friend gets a TiVo. 
by Matthew McConaughey. And last last one is it's Sandusky. Kevin Sandusky is is when Ben Stiller finally remembers Jay Baruchel's name because they couldn't remember his name earlier. Oh yeah. So yeah, yep. That's that's what I got there. And um, Matt, what do you have for the sixth man of the movie? Well, I think you said it right there. It's um, it's Jay Farrow's character. I, I thought he was uh, very well cast, and um, I thought he was pretty funny in a in a good role. Or sorry, not Jay yeah. Farrow, Jay uh, Baruchel. Yeah, Baruchel. Baruchel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he was he was funny. Uh, Steve, yeah, if you're familiar with his work, he he has got that understated kind of everyman quality. When he was peeing and those two guys came up to him, so it was great. You know, he's a good straight man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was a straight man of the group. Exactly. So is that is that your answer too? Yes. All right. And then I have I have McConaughey for that. He really he wasn't in it that much, but I enjoyed his part. And I liked I liked his his dedication to his client. And uh, uh, Matt, what do you got for rookie of the movie? Rookie of the movie, I think. Um, you know, it's it probably not a rookie in two thousand eight, but I thought Bill Hader was great in his uh, limited role. Mm. Um, it was a sign of things to come with Bill Hader, even though he was already experiencing SNL fame at the time. But I thought he was he was really good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go with Steve Coogan. You know, who I've watched now in some of these travel shows. As he's gotten older, um, hmm. he wasn't in it very long, but he was when he was in it. He was he was like on screen and had a lot of lines. What? Or, I'm sure what is Rookie Moment? Yeah, yeah. What What do you mean his travel shows? Like, are they are they scripted they're or are on, they actual? Like, you know, he's got a partner. They go to Greece. There's like three seasons of them in Greece. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. You, you got to pay for some, but. Hmm. Yeah, they're good. So he's kind of like a he's like an Anthony Bourdaining type, yeah. kind of doing that stuff. Yeah, with a friend. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. So for my rookie, you're just talking about him. I got Jay Baruchel, and then I also did Danny McBride for that too. And uh, Matt, what you got for coach? Uh, my coach, I mean, who else but Tom Cruise, you know, he was, uh, yep, he was coaching exactly. both the movie, uh, and the movie within the movie. <laughs> yep. Steve, do you have the same one? No, I got Nick Nolte. I wish I was more teams with Nolte and Stiller and Downey, where he was like, you know, an acting coach. You know, the whole thing was Nick Nolte is a liar though. He wasn't actually in the war. He was in the Coast Guard. He never uh, left the country. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the sanitation department of the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah. But um. Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Another great line, uh, Jack Black. I didn't read the book. I read the back flap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then when when Jay Baruchel's asking them, he's like, "You guys read the script, right?" And they're all they all look at each other. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. So I, yeah, I, of course, uh, 
I, I also have Tom Cruise for my coach. And final question, who's your MVP of the movie? Matt? Well, I think an argument could be made for uh, Tug Speedman as he did win the Academy Award, but I got to I got to give it up to Kurt Lazarus on this one. Um I think without Kurt, the gang never would have would have gotten off the uh got out of the jungle. Um so I, I think he was the MVP, you know, he um he he got the uh the group together after Ben Stiller left and he got them to the POW camp. Um so I you know, I think he was the MVP even though I could only understand about half of his lines. <laughs> Yeah, I agree Steve. 100%. It's, it's Downey because Stiller has a way of letting other people shine in his movies. He's kind of the the schlup who, uh, you know, makes mistakes and people feel sorry for him. And, you know, you ever seen uh, that one where he goes to Hawaii with the girlfriend and she gets all burnt? Uh, what's the name of that one? With uh, Jennifer Aniston's in it. It's hilarious. But he, you know, hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in one of those movies where he sharded and Along came Polly. Along came Polly. Yeah, along came Polly. But, uh, oh, Downey, for sure. I mean, anytime you get nominated for an Academy Award, I think he was the star of the MVP of the movie, for sure. Yeah. I also said Robert Downey. Because, um, yeah, everything you said, and he's also taking the biggest risk by doing his character. But he really... yeah, I don't, I don't remember him getting a lot of backlash for it. So I think it's because he was so funny that I don't I don't know. It was it definitely would be different if it came out today. But uh, he was funny. That's all that matters. But yeah, any final thoughts? Last thoughts on Tropic Thunder, guys? Matt? Yeah, I would uh, give Tropic Thunder a uh, about a seventy two percent. Um, favorable rating. It was, it was a good movie. Um, Rotten yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. It was a good movie, but also a movie you could take a nap in uh, during the middle of and wake up and enjoy the ending. So, yeah, it, it was not. Uh, you didn't have to be paying complete attention. I, I like that. Sixty. I don't think it was that good. I mean, it, yeah, for for the moments you take it on its whole. It. I don't know. It was. I. I maybe I'm too old, but it was like, all right. Parodies are like this. They they're hit and miss. They can't sustain two hours of parody, so they always yeah. go somewhat off the rails. But um, I can't believe the Academy threw him up for an award. You know, uh, best supporting with that blackface thing. Oh, hey, yeah. that's thirteen years ago. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I that's I mean, crazy. yeah, it's crazy. But I, I so have to think. The listeners it's... out there, sorry, Chris, for the listeners but, out there, he was going up against Heath Ledger. Um, is the Dark Knight, Josh Brolin from Milk, Philip Seymour Hoffman from Doubt, and Michael Shannon from Revolutionary Road. So I think it could be argued it wasn't the strongest year. No, I agree. Yeah, and um, and Heath Ledger definitely won that, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and Heath no, Ledger... Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just going to... Heath well, Ledger definitely... Posthumous. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, he got it after he died. But um, he definitely deserved. Have you you guys have seen Dark Knight, right? Of course, hundred times. Um, oh yeah. The other thing, funny movie was Matt pointed out to me was Made in Hawaii contributed sixty million dollars to the local local economy. Huh. Wow, that's good. When it was made. Yeah, that's that's a that's nice. Wow. 
yeah, and it made it it netted over a hundred million too. Kind of kind of surprised they haven't done a sequel, I guess. But uh, you have to drop some parts of it. <laughs> yeah. Black face and the, May, yeah. And the <laughs> Actually, I guess you're probably right. That's probably the reason why they haven't done a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other that's interesting funny. was this was written by Justin Thoreau and Ethan Cohen and Ben Stiller. So you got to believe ah. that this came out of a, a party, you know, one of those Hollywood parties where they're at somebody's house and they go, what if we did yeah. this? And then it, yeah. you know, let's get together. And we'll start writing that. Cause you know, it, if you have, you've seen the, uh, the Charlie Sheen movies that make fun of war movies. What was that one called? Hot shots. I think it was. Oh no, that made no, fun no. of Top Gun. Oh, I haven't. I have not seen. I have not seen Hot Shots. But fun of of, uh, of Top Gun. But I thought Charlie Sheen was in. Yeah, what's that one called? Yeah, Hot Shots Part Two. That was like a Rambo, you know, parody as well. Okay, but I mean, I I love Top Gun though. I I can't wait to see the new the new Top Gun. But um, you know what? A recasting couch would have been interesting in this movie is to have Sheen in it. Oh, somehow yeah. really serious Charlie Sheen, who really thinks he's in Platoon again. <laughs> movie, what is was it? Was this? This was kind of before Charlie Sheen went off the deep end, right? He's probably had Two and a Half Men by now. Yeah, he, he was. This was mid Two and a Half Men. This is when he was popping off. For yeah. But yeah, he would have been good. Charlie Sheen would have been good add to this movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, cool. Any anything else, guys? Not on my end, no. No. Yeah. I hope you're doing well and keep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'm happy to hear you're uh, you're feeling feeling good and spirits are up. Uh, Definitely yeah. thinking about you and hoping everything continues to go well. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Uh, yeah, this was fun. This we should we'll definitely do this again sooner rather than later. It, it had been a while since it had been a while since we did this, so this was much needed. Um, yeah, thanks for doing it, guys. This was fun. All right, take care. Of All right. Yep. See you guys. Have, have a good night. All right, bye-bye. Bye. You too. Yep, see you guys.